Avoid technical terms. If you belong to a profession, the work of which is technical, if you are a lawyer, a physician, an engineer, or are in a highly specialized line of business, be doubly careful. When you talk to outsiders, to express yourself in plain terms and to give necessary details. Be doubly careful for, as a part of my professional duties, I have listened to hundreds of speeches that failed right at this point and failed woefully. The speakers appeared totally unconscious of the general public's widespread and profound ignorance regarding their particular specialties. So what happened? They rambled on and on, uttering thoughts, using phrases that fitted into their experience, and were instantly and continuously meaningful to them. But to the uninitiated, they were about as clear as the Missouri River after the June rains have fallen on the newly plowed cornfields of Iowa and Kansas. What should a speaker do? I mean, he ought to read and heed the following advice from the facile pen of former Senator Beveridge of Indiana. It is a good practice to pick out the least intelligent-looking person in the audience and strive to make that person interested in your argument. This can be done only by lucid statements of fact and clear reasoning. An even better method is to center your talk on some small boy or girl present with parents. Say to yourself, say out loud to your audience, if you like, that you will try to be so plain that the child will understand and remember your explanation of the question discussed, and after the meeting, be able to tell what you have said. A physician in one of our classes remarked in a talk that diaphragmatic breathing is a distinct aid to the peristaltic action of the intestines and a boon to health. He was about to dismiss that phase of his talk with that one sentence and to rush on to something else. The instructor stopped him and asked for a show of hands of those who had a clear conception of how diaphragmatic breathing differs from other kinds of breathing, why it is especially beneficial to physical well-being, and what peristaltic action is. The result of the vote surprised the doctor, so we went back, explained, enlarged in this fashion. The diaphragm is a thin muscle forming the floor of the chest, at the base of the lungs, and the roof of the abdominal cavity. When inactive and during chest breathing, it is arched like an inverted washbowl. In abdominal breathing, every breath forces this muscular arch down until it becomes nearly flat, and you can feel your stomach muscles pressing against your belt. This downward pressure of the diaphragm massages and stimulates the organs of the upper part of the abdominal cavity, the stomach, the liver, the pancreas, the spleen, and the solar plexus. When you breathe out again, your stomach and your intestines will be forced up against the diaphragm and will be given another massage. This massaging helps the process of elimination. A vast amount of ill health originates in the intestines, most indigestion, constipation, and auto-intoxication would disappear if our stomachs and intestines were properly exercised through deep diaphragmatic breathing. It is always best to go from the simple to the complex in giving explanations of any kind. For example, suppose you were trying to explain to a group of housewives why refrigerators must be defrosted. This would be the wrong way to go about it. 
The principle of refrigeration is based on the fact that the evaporator pulls heat from the inner portion of the refrigerator. As the heat is pulled out, the accompanying humidity clings to the evaporator, piling up into a thickness which insulates the evaporator and necessitates more frequent turning on of the motor to compensate for the thickening frost. Notice how much easier it is to understand if the speaker starts with what the housewives are familiar with? You know, where you freeze meat in your refrigerator, well, you know too, how the frost gathers on that freezer. Every day, the frost gets thicker and thicker until the freezer must be defrosted to keep the refrigerator in good working order. You see, frost around the freezer is really like a blanket covering you in bed or like rock wool between the walls insulating your house. Now, the thicker the frost gets, the harder it is for the freezer to pull the warm air out of the rest of the refrigerator and keep the refrigerator cold. The refrigerator motor then must work more often and longer to keep the box cold. But with an automatic defroster on your refrigerator, the frost never gets a chance to build up thickly. Consequently, the motor works less often and for shorter periods. Aristotle gave some good advice on the subject. Think as wise men do, but speak as the common people do. If you must use a technical term, don't use it until you have explained it, so everybody in the audience knows what it means. This is especially true of your keystone words, the ones you use over and over. I once heard a stockbroker speak to a group of women who wanted to learn fundamentals of banking and investment. He used simple language and he put them at ease in a conversational way. He made everything clear except his foundation words, which were strange to them. He spoke of the clearing house, puts and calls, refunding mortgages, and short sales and long sales. What could have been a fascinating discussion became a puzzle because he did not realize his hearers were unfamiliar with the words that were part and parcel of his trade. There is no reason to avoid a keystone word which you know will not be understood. Just explain it as soon as you use it. Never fail to do this. The dictionary is all yours. Do you want to say something about singing commercials or about impulse buying? About liberal arts courses or cost accounting? About government subsidies or automobiles that pass on the wrong side? Would you like to advocate a permissive attitude toward children or the LIFO system of valuing inventories? Merely make sure that your hearers accept your keystone words in these specialized fields in the same sense in which you accept them.